welcome to Chick Chats, the podcast. I am your host, Alex Latiri, and I'm here with my best friend, Julia. We met, I don't even know what year we met, but we met when we were both, no, 2019? 18? 19? 18 or 19. 2019. And uh, yes, Valentine's Day. That's our, that's our anniversary is Galentine's Day. Um, And I was training her. I was a certified nursing assistant. I was tasked with training her. I made her the very best uh, nursing assistant you could ever ask for. We were the dream team, essentially, at where we were working. We were the dream team whenever we worked together. And we've just been best friends ever since. I remember thinking that, or maybe you told me this, did I scare you? Yeah, you were intimidating as hell. You like (laughs) barely made eye contact. You're wearing your dance goes, running from room to room. I could barely keep up. Yes. And then eventually, once I knew that she was good, I was like, okay, now I don't need to be like annoying. I'm very like in a work setting, I'm very like meticulous. And I'm like, this is how it's going to be done. And this is how I want things to like roll. But otherwise, like when I'm not doing something that's very important, um, I'm in, I'm in control then. <laughs> yeah, then I'm just like, okay, whatever. Yeah, then you're in control. <laughs> then I take over. Yes, and I'm chill. I'm like, okay, I'll be I'll be along for the ride. But anyway, but let's talk about stuff. Let's get into it. So I had a list of what we were going to talk about, and then I forgot. I think I was tight. Instead of putting it in like a note on my phone, I was just sending it to her. I would just send her things. Any Anytime I thought about what I wanted to talk about, I'd just send it to her. And now I just don't have the capacity to scroll through all of our fucking text messages. Too much no. shit in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, it would take absolutely way too long. But I did remember too. One of the things that I texted you was that we should talk about a social media cleanse. That's something that I've done. Actually, after college, I deleted my Instagram for two years. For two years, I didn't have an Instagram. And I deleted like Snapchat off my phone and any other, what were, what are others? I just completely deleted my Twitter and Facebook. Like I just wasn't using any of them. And I got a lot of shit done during that time frame. And I feel like it's really, really a beautiful thing. And I know a couple people who have tried to, you know, do a social media cleanse and just like not like delete the app off their phone or like instead of deactivating it, but like just delete the app off their phone. And then immediately they just re-download it within the same week or day or anything like that because they can't do it so speaking of have you ever tried I know the answer to this um yeah definitely tried I think the hardest I've tried was when I was finishing nursing school pandemic I was completely distracted and like everything was virtual obviously for school and I was working full-time too and I was just half-assing everything because I was trying to live my quarantine like chill life and I tried to focus on school but I I mean I did last three weeks (laughs) okay three weeks is pretty good three weeks is pretty good yeah no I actually tried to do it recently I was just kind of in the mix of a bunch of different things like new job figuring out where I wanted to go going home starting a podcast doing all the things so there was like a lot of different moving parts and I just kept finding myself getting really distracted by my phone and it would just like piss me off I would give it to my friend Ariana I would be like take this take my phone and don't give it back to me until I'm done whatever I need to do I need someone like that by my side I my biggest pet peeve about myself right now is that when I wake up, I scroll through my phone for about an hour. And you don't even you don't even have TikTok. I don't even have TikTok, but I see everything on Instagram. 
Instagram yeah. reels are, I guess, my weakness. Dude, and I catch myself and I'm like, I woke up almost two hours ago. Like, what? <laughs> I'm still laying here. It's so bad. I actually but got an I'm alarm clock. Oh, that was a really good intro to something I want to hear. Um, I was just going to say that on Saturday, I'm going away for like five days and I plan on um, unplugging. Where are you going? Just Poconos. Oh, I knew um, this. I, I knew this. Un- it's for the fourth, right? Then I try to unplug for that. See how long it lasts. It's hard because yeah. I feel like a lot of people need validation that they're doing something fun. Especially, okay, yes. For me, that's been actually very hard because I'm usually not on my phone that much. But recently, especially since traveling, I'm like, I want to take a picture of everything that I'm doing. I'm like, this is so cool. Like, this is beautiful. I've never seen anything like this. Like, look at this sunset. And I've noticed like myself doing that and I'm just like okay reel it in Alex no one really gives a fuck about what you're doing just just you um and I said this on Vito's podcast like I watch my stories more than I watch anyone else's I don't really care what other people are doing like unless exactly. you're one of my unless you're like my good friends or you know There's like five people that I'll maybe watch if they pop up if not I'm not watching anything else mm-hmm. do you have a close friends list on Instagram no I was gonna um, say because I'm not I- in it bitch Obviously, you'd be in it if I, I know. Did. I know, I know, I know. I feel like that would just open another door to posting even more crap. I don't like have how one. I refuse to download TikTok. Yes, don't do it. The first time I downloaded TikTok, I was like, it was during quarantine, and I think I downloaded it at like ten o'clock, and I was like, oh, I'll just look at this like before bed, and then. I check the time. Oh, no. I got one of those notifications where – oh, I guess you wouldn't know. But on TikTok where you get a notification, it's like you've been scrolling for a while. And I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. And then I just kept going. And then when I finally checked the time, it was four in the fucking morning. I'm like, what a waste of life. What did I just do? Like, oh, my God. It was way too much. I don't know. I'm kind of thinking about doing another social media cleanse. Um, and I think you should do it with me. I definitely want to see how far, how long I can go this weekend. And I'd be totally down for that. I don't know how long are you planning on doing it this time? See, that's a thing. Because I want... count? I don't know. What do you mean by everything? The only thing I really use is Instagram. I don't have Snapchat. I deleted that shit so long ago. It's a waste of, total waste of time. Mine, mine's gone too. I just feel like people would use that. Or like I'd have so many friends on there who are like, I don't even talk to you. And they would use it as a way to like talk to me. To like strike up a conversation, even on Instagram sometimes too. But like, bridge open. yeah, yeah, it's like I am very intentional about who I who I spend my time with and who I want to talk to. And no offense, but like I I don't have I don't want to <laughs> like I don't want to engage. And um, all the memories on there, that's fine. They happened. I don't need to keep reliving the past. Like it's fine. Yeah. Sometimes it's fun and sometimes it's cute. But it's like I don't need that. I'm okay with it. You know what would be a good way to start off our social media cleanse? Um, that documentary on Netflix that talks about screen time. What's it called? Did you watch it? No. I can't remember. I haven't watched TV like really huge... either. This was this came out like a few years ago. Um, I don't know, but they suggested the app called, I forget what it's called now, Mindful maybe? You give it access to all your apps, I think, and then it like tracks how long you're on an app how long you're on your screen and it sends you notifications being like you might want to get off your phone no i don't want that i want to like the i'm an all or nothing kind yeah i'm an all or nothing kind of gal like if it's if i have some access to it i'm just gonna delete the other app that tells me i can't do it and just go on by myself you know what i mean like i don't this is annoying i don't want this notification i'm scrolling let me scroll so it's just like i don't know i also feel like my conversations are better when i'm not 
on social media all the time. Like just in general, yeah. like not, not in the way that I'm like on my phone while I'm with people and the conversations are like dull. It's more just like, I feel like I have more to talk about and like my capacity for You're thinking. Better. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like better. So I don't know. I think we should do that. But I do want to have, be able to use my phone when I get to Portland because I just want to take lots of pictures. But then now I'm thinking in my head like, oh, well, you can just take pictures and not post them. Like going there and having other people know that you're there does not validate your experience. Alex, fuck. (laughs) That's what I have to tell myself because I just bought myself a wetsuit and I made sure it was like... A really cute one so like it was a picture of me on the jet ski <laughs> like these are my thought processes it's so fucking shallow i hate it it's so unhealthy we need to work so on this yeah. okay so what like, nobody cares no not at, i don't even care and i love you <laughs> you definitely would not be one to notice my wetsuit no <laughs> I'd be like, oh, that's a wetsuit. I wouldn't even think about it. I just want it to look like the real deal. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I know what you mean. I've definitely, I've been there too. And as soon as I catch myself, you know, thinking about these things that are just so shallow, I kind of like, it's a disappointment. It's disappointing. So, okay, let's think of it. Let's think of a way to like get out of it. How can we like, when we are thinking about things to post or that like go into a post on social media, after our cleanse, like how can we approach it with more mindfulness instead of like without the ego, without us being like, oh, well, I want to post this so I look good in this. You know what I mean? Like, can we just commit to, you know, not using filters? I don't do that anyway. Or can we con- commit to like not, I don't know. What do you think for yourself? I'm thinking of like, if I ever come back, obviously I'll come back to social media after stopping. But definitely like taking a step back in the moment where I'm trying to share and be like, why am I sharing this? That, but just like, wow, I should be paying attention more to what's happening. Is a moment like this ever going to really happen again in my life? Like big part of this weekend, why I want to step away from social media is because I'll be with family. How often the whole family get together for a whole holiday weekend, you know, after divorced parents, it's tough. That's going to be like one of the big things motivating me to not pay attention to my phone at all. Yeah, just like taking a step back and being like, do you realize what you're doing? There is like a meme about it. And it's like, I feel like you've definitely seen it. And it's like when the person that you want to, that you want to watch is watch your story doesn't, oh my God, I can't even talk. When the person that you want to watch your story doesn't watch your story and it's like pouty face or like something but stupid the rest like of the that. fucking world does. Yeah. But everyone and their mother does. And it's like, fuck, why am yep. I posting this? Am I posting this? So this one person can see? Might as well text it directly to them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> I wanted to post this on Instagram. No, that's that should be the trigger. Like, would you text this directly to them? If not, don't post it. I would. I would though. That's the thing. I would. I would have no shame. I'm like, yeah, I would. Even even this new guy that you just met, you would just yes, like take a picture of your tiny house and be like, okay, I can see you doing that. Yes. <laughs> exactly but that's good though that like thank you I'm like receiving that because that means like what I do is really authentic because like I don't really try to hide what I'm I don't like I don't have I think the reason sometimes I post a lot is because I don't really have anything to hide but sometimes it is for validation of like I'm doing something cool at least 50% of your posts are motivational quotes anyway you know you're right you're right 
That's good. If anything, okay. I have the problem. But I feel like I don't that much any either. Sometimes. Depends. I think what your thing is, like you th- – do you mind if I say this? I don't know. I feel like I can call you out on my podcast, so I'm going to. Is like it takes you a lot of time, but I, that's on me too. Sometimes it does take me a lot of time to figure out. Unless it's a motivational quote or something like very positive, like that's easy. I'm like, oh, this resonates. I'm going to send this out to the whole world. But like sometimes Wait, things, like you think about what exactly you want to post before you – it's not like in the moment sometimes. Oh, no, no. It's never in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That takes a lot of energy and time out of like. I'm so your... like bougie that I, I add color filters to my stories. Okay. Like well, I make do you sure think... I have the right angle and right lighting. Who puts filters on their Instagram stories? I'm not even talking about like my face filter. I'm talking about like color filters of the ice cream I took a picture of last weekend. <laughs> okay. Well, that ice cream did look great, but let's not, let's not bash you. Let's just like take it for what it is. Like that's like what it is. That's what you do. Bash. But why? Do you feel like that's necessary? Also, also, there's no judgment on the other end too. Like there's two sides of it. It's like, if that's what makes you happy and that's what you want to do and you don't care, then do it. But if you're doing it for the approval of other people or for the picture to look better, then that's when you question. No, I think subconsciously I'm trying to not like make it, but be seen like like some business to notice me and you want to be an influencer i don't i hate that term but (laughs) (laughs) you want to be an influencer oh i can see that i'd I'd, you influence me all the time but just like not by because i have i have like the aesthetic vision but i feel like influencing takes up too much damn time on your phone when it's like a side thing you know but what would you even be influenced what is your what would your goal be to influence also i did make a vomit sound but like good for you if you are an influencer and you're actually good at whatever it is that you do yeah to each their own but what would you be are you influencing people like lifestyle are you influencing people to travel are you influencing people to get an ice cream local local businesses for local philly people cast in the city is a big mm-hmm. Instagram influencer I follow. Mm-hmm. And I like her post a lot. She does like random things like restaurants. She just had a baby. So she she's posting like cute little baby boutiques. Mm-hmm. She posts like cute Pocono getaways that she goes to with her husband. Like I like stuff like that, like general anything influencing. <laughs> I don't think you've ever told me that you wanted to be an influencer. Because I don't want, because I don't want to admit it. I don't want to, I don't want to be an influencer. Just like. In the back of your mind. It's a dream. Oh think I'm an influencer oh thanks you know I don't want it to be that obvious <laughs> I mean you influence but my me, perfectionist so. mindset I like showing off and promoting things I do I mean keep on keep on keeping on but after the social yeah. media cleanse and just we can just commit to being more intentional about it intentional that's what I like exactly like what what is my intention am I is my intention to show off what I'm doing or is my intention to show off like this cute place that other people should go to is it for, is if it's for a boy, jealous? don't post it. <laughs> Fuck them. I used, I used to post a lot of, not thirst traps, but like hot outfit pics. I slowed down a little bit. You did. You did. I don't think there's anything wrong with like showing off your outfit though. No. But again, back to um, intent. I don't think I really do thirst traps. I don't think so. Call me out. Call me out. You're thinking. What do you, what do you, what do you want to say? Huh? I am trying to think of some. I am trying to think of something. I posted one of you. Um, remember when we were looking at the sunset on my old apartment's rooftop and I... Oh, yes. <laughs> that was an intentional thirst trap, but my ass looked good, so... And that was a year ago. We've, we've grown. 
That was like more than a year ago. No, it was July of last year. Damn. I guess I didn't grow that much. No. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. Ending this topic with just being more intentional about posting, committing to a social media cleanse until when are you leaving the Poconos? Saturday. Saturday. When am I getting to Portland? On the 6th? So until the 6th. Thursday. You want me to do it with you to the 6th? Sure. When are we starting it? The 1st? Is that the 1st? Okay. Saturday. We'll do it then. Okay. And if anyone else wants to do it with us, let me know and we can all hold each other accountable, but don't blow my shit up because I get overwhelmed with text messages and I freeze and don't want to answer any of them. Um, I know I do. I know I do. I did it to you yesterday, actually. (laughs) It wasn't when I asked about the social media cleanse. I know you sent me like a couple messages and they were like kind of paragraphs, like not super long paragraphs, but I was like, oh, I have to like mentally prepare to read these. And it was obviously like calling me out on like good things, but I'm like, I oh, can't. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. It's like, I cannot answer. Also, this is like, this is something that just came up for me into my awareness recently. Again, it's been coming up a lot, a lot in general in my life. But I think the hallmark of a good friend is not someone who endlessly supports you in everything that you do. But I think a hallmark of a good friend or a best friend is someone who can call you out in a respectful way. On your shit. On your shit. Because if you're best your best friends are the closest people to you and they're the people who see you you know for who you really are at your most vulnerable and the people you open up to and who open up to you so if they don't call you out for like some shit that I don't know that you're doing or that you do then like are they really your friends and also in a respectful way right like you want to like you don't want to come at them like you don't want to like really like Cause then no one's, no one's going to want to listen. You know, if I had something to say to Julia, I'd be like, I want to talk to you about something and be like, you know, whatever, timid or whatever. Or if she wanted to say something to me, she would say it. And like, also the way that you receive these kinds of call outs and like, maybe that doesn't resonate with you. And then later on, you're like, oh shit, like I really do do that. And I don't know why I do that. But like, they're there to help you through it, to move through all of the feelings and emotions that you're, that are coming up after they call you out or whatever, figure out a way out, you know? Like, I mean, that's how we do it. What kind of friend are you if you're going to support someone doing dumb shit? Exactly. Exactly. Like, if you were to do something dumb, I'd be like, why are you doing this? Like, this is not who you are. And then also at the same time, too, is like when you, another hallmark, hallmark, hallmark of being a good friend is if I'm upset about something that you did or I do something that you're upset about and I tell you how I'm feeling and why, like, I want you to meet that with like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that I was making you feel this way. Like, let's figure this out. Not like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Not like gaslighting. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, it doesn't know. Like, I'm specific. I'm thinking of one specific old friend who did that to me when I like tried to bring up this scenario situation. And I was like, this just makes me like, this is just so clear to me how like, we're not in alignment, like we are no longer the friends that we used to be. And that's okay. And it hurts really bad. But I do think that some people will fall away. And like, if you can maintain friendships with people from your past, like, that's great. But I do think that some people are meant to fall away. I cut you off like you never fucking existed. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how you do that, though. Like, I slowly am like, this doesn't feel good. I'm gonna not. And I also think like too, my good, I'm sorry, I'm just ranting now. I'm just, I'm really getting started. But with like locations, 
that kind of stuff, I'm like, don't question me, bitch. <laughs> like I'm doing whatever I want to do. <laughs> Something we have to talk about, but that's okay. I, Unless you want to talk touched, about it. Should we talk? I, I touched your sensitive bone on that. <laughs> yes. But I like with people who I'm no longer friends with who have had my location, like I just stopped sharing it with them. Like no questions asked. Like you don't need to know where I am. And like we can still be friends with some of them, but like, I don't feel like you need to know where I am because you don't know what's going on in my life. Not with you though, not with you. Speaking of, we haven't shared our locations yet, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) Should we talk about it? Why not? Okay, well, what do you, you start. Should I preface the story? (laughs) Yeah, if you want, like, (laughs) fuck it, who cares? JW, Alex was seeing JW, who I firmly disapproved of. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think one night I was supposed to like was it call you or talk about something and I check your location and you were at his place and I was so mad calling you out on it because I think you were I was like trying to help you get over him and okay she was trying to help me get over him but I was not even actively trying to get over him at all <laughs> like she was just like you need like you know pushing it along and I was like I don't I don't want to hear it. Like, I don't fucking care. Like, I'm, this is what I'm doing. And you just, you got to deal with it. No, I think I had to work. No, no, no. I had to work on my schedule. It said that I had to work, but it was when I got really sick. Do you remember? Backtrack. So the actual story, I was at JW's house and I had to work the next day, but I got really, really sick with like, I don't know what it was. I think I had parainfluenza. (laughs) Just like the common cold, but I like had gotten so sick from it. Like I was like nauseous and like I had a fever, all the things. And I called out of work and just stayed there and slept until I was ready to drive home. She was like, you're calling out for work or calling out from work for him. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bitch, you don't even know what is going on. Like I'm sick as fuck. <laughs> and then I got mad because I was like, don't make assumptions, you know, like just ask me first. If you like, I know that you're upset, but like, just call me and ask me be like, why are you there? And I'd be like, I'm sick. <laughs> you can hear me coughing, dying. But this is where we also had some miscommunication because all along I'm sending you these paragraphs to help you like get over him and you're liking them and hearting them and saying you're right and stuff because you were and <laughs> there were there were many things that were right but like it wasn't gonna do anything like i had to make the decision i still have so to I, thought I was getting through to her and she was just like, well, she can say what she wants, but I'm going to do what I want. And that's that's exactly what I always do. I always do whatever I want. Here I am thinking I'm getting through to her. And she was finally on my side. And then that happens. And oh, man. Yeah. It was a dark time for us. It was all out of love. It was a place of love. Yeah. And I, I totally understood that. There's people and I, who wouldn't care. I know that. And that's why we're fine. I'm still a little scarred because just hearing his name pisses me off. (laughs) (laughs) Get the fuck over it. Let alone calling him in the car next to me. I didn't call him. He called me and I answered. You talked on the phone next to me. That's like... It triggered me. It triggered you, right. But it's like, that's not, I should be able to answer the phone with whoever the fuck I want to talk to. But this is good. This is, we're communicating. This is, this is why we're best friends. It was, I gotta admit, it was, it felt off seeing it the first time after that. What do you mean? It was when you moved, it was when you 
had moved her shit from Baltimore and we're packing up to drive. Well, I was also in a whole chaotic state of like, well, it did feel uh, off. Besides the point, yeah. our bond fell off. Felt off. Yeah, because I think we, neither of us knew how to approach. Uh, we also only had one night. I was like home for like one night before I, I drove out yeah. to Montana or whatever. I don't even know how many nights. Just a couple. We didn't have that much time to like get into it. Yeah, we didn't. But, but then I came all the way out here and then we were fine. Like ages ago. I know. It's only been like four months. Damn. I know. Well, let me know when you're ready to see where I'm at. Because <laughs> <laughs> I hate when you ask me if I'm... I don't hate it. I'm annoyed when you ask me if I'm working or not. I don't chat... Bitch, like, if bitch I had your location, split. if I had your location, bitch in a respectful way. People need to know this. People, I use you it a lot, check. but it's respectful. And yes, even if I had your location, I would be like, are you at work? And you could be like, you have my location. And I'd be like, are you at work? <laughs> <laughs> you have my schedule. Yeah. Are you at work? <laughs> Sometimes I check. Sometimes I check nurse grid, but... Even that, like, I just don't, I don't know. Like, I just don't want, I, I don't like to be questioned. And I think it's because, like, of growing up thing, like, with my mom. I was just like, what are you doing? Who are you with? I'm like, don't question me. I will tell you. <laughs> like, just make it easy for me to be honest with you, and I will tell you. Like, Jesus. So, yeah, I think that also triggered some things. That's where all this is coming back from. Yeah, and she would fucking track my location. She still does. Like, what are you doing there? (laughs) I'm like, you. I'm in Montana. What are you doing? Where are you? (laughs) Are you kind of okay with your dad again? Yeah, we're fine. I mean, he texted he. The next day, he was like, "Alex, I'm sorry," and I'm like, "It's fine. I know. I know." I don't know. It's funny because like my relationship with my parents have definitely changed since getting older. Like when I was young, I would meet my dad and I were so close, so close. We would do, he's like the reason why I'm like outdoorsy. He would take me on hikes. He would like throw me in creeks, (laughs) take me fishing, (laughs) like do all the things. And then I would always get like bruised up, like scrapes on my legs, like falling off my bike, fall off a scooter, fall off a deck, like all the different things. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Like, why? Why do you when you ever when you bring her back to my house, she looks like this? Because <laughs> it was like the only time I could really be like reckless and just like do whatever. Um, but now it's kind of like I, I'm still like that. Like I still am like that. And he's also like that, but I don't know. We we're very rigid in our, like our schedules, the things that we have to do. Like if we have a plan, we want to follow it. And it's hard for our plans to like, when we see each other. So it's like, he has a plan for the day. I have a plan for the day. We have plans to hang out, but he like, they don't like align. So it's weird. And now it's like, I, I also like love my mom so much, but I still have been setting so much so many different boundaries with her that have been really hard but very good for me since I've been away yeah that was much needed oh yeah what about you how is your relationship with your parents right now and your dad you seem to be getting along much better though so I don't know if I told you this my therapist was blown away Hmm. um especially these past few months pretty much my whole life though but especially the past few months it's been affecting me more my mom just like pointing out all my flaws to me every time I come over mm-hmm. big things. Well, the biggest thing always has been with what I eat. Um, we had a big incident. Was it this past February? Yeah. My sister's birthday this past February. Um, we were at a restaurant and my mom didn't 
want me ordering dessert. I had a dessert menu in my hands and she ripped it out of my hand, placed it on the chair next to her so I couldn't get it because she didn't want me to overeat. I was so embarrassed. It was one of the humil most humiliating things. She did it in front of the server, in front of my sister and her boyfriend, in front of my brother, in a public restaurant. Oh, it pissed me off so much. So our relationship really went downhill from there. And I'm trying to forget, I did give her the cold shoulder until she apologized, but like the dynamic was still off. And then like me coming over her house lately or seeing her, she would, the latest criticism of me was my hair. She has been saying it's so much thinner these days. Like I'm killing my hair, doing the blonde constantly. And every time she would go, yeah, I need to fix your hair and say how thick it used to be, whatever. And I never even realized I had thin hair until she pointed this stuff out. Like I never cared about my hair until she was like drilling this shit into my head. Mm -hmm. So Memorial Day weekend, I decided to carpool up with her to the Poconos. We're stuck in the car for two and a half hours together. We blow up at each other. You did and not tell me this. And everything. I'm like, no. I don't think so. Um, I feel like you would have. I feel like I should have, yeah. But um, we blew up, like screaming, crying, both of us. She's crying, saying how out of all of her kids, I make her the saddest because I'm always like, mad at her rebelling and stuff and i'm like mom you're the one who just criticizes me every time i come over and i talk about the hair and the food and the weight stuff and i was like you're the one who only you're the only one who gives me these insecurities mm -hmm. and i think that really hit her she kind of gave like a backhanded apology in the car i guess she has a really strong ego too mm -hmm. but then randomly a few days later when we're home and stuff she texts me saying you're perfect the way you are and i love you i was like damn i got through to her i'm gonna cry oh, oh my god that makes me really <laughs> <Shut> happy <laughs> this so, has been like something that you've been dealing with for so long yeah i'm trying not to cry we're probably the, the closest we've been in a while now yeah because when we were in the poconos recently like you guys seemed good. Like you didn't, we were, there was no we like tension. Good. My dad has another story. Like we, we don't have tension, but we're both very full of pride and ego. <laughs> so we clash often. That's another story. You know, it's like a work in progress, right? Just like yeah. moving through the triggers of our parents. It's so funny. I actually talked about this with Raya on another podcast. I'm like, is there something wrong with me? Am I, I always talking about my parents? <laughs> I need to give you this book when I'm done with it. My what therapist it? suggested the book. Well, I think it's right here, actually. Ooh, the suspense. The suspense is killing me. Adult children of emotionally immature parents. Oh my gosh, I was recommended that. That's actually in my like cart. Okay, perfect. So how I have to, to heal buy. from distant, rejecting, and self-involved parents. Mm. So did you did you finish it? I feel like that I didn't start it. <laughs> You're recommending me a book, but oh, you didn't even read it. Correct. <laughs> I will read it while we're doing our social media cleanse this weekend. Uh, are you going to finish it? Yes, it's very short. That should be your goal. Two, 200 pages. Perfect. Julia used to not read, and I used to say, like, you should read. You should read. I love reading. <laughs> and then I think everyone's gateway book into like reading recently like in our adult age is like the colleen hoover books and everyone's like i read seven books i'm like yeah and they were good quick easy reading books and like they take you to like another place like it's good i like it i'm glad that it's yeah you know like there could be other things you could be reading but like if you like colleen hoover books like i like mm -hmm. them except verity i cannot 
Verity fucked me up in the head. Like, I was, like, uncomfortable after reading it. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't believe this. You're just like my mom. You really get into something because she was the exact same about it. I was like, wow, this art, this author is, like, kind of fucked up to write this. (laughs) Dude, the whole time I was reading it, I was like, how do you even think like this? (laughs) I'm like, but I couldn't put it down. Yeah, yeah, I, I, don't know. I read that pretty fast too. Ugh, I can't even over. think about it. I can't even think about I'm it. I'm trying to finish Lucy Scores, Things We Never Got Over. I have like 100 mm. pages left of that. I think Jane read one of those books and told me to read it. You can have this one when I'm done with it. Sounds good to me. Pretty good. Sounds good to me. It's like a, it's like a Colin Hooper style though. I mean, that's fine. I do. I Wait, like reading I one, to read? a new one. Did I give you Ugly Love? You gave me Ugly Love, you gave me Verity, and you gave me, what's the, It Ends With Us? Or did I read that on my own? It Ends With Us. So all my Colleen Hoover I think I all, read that one. Yeah, they're all from you. I usually read one fiction book and one nonfiction book. So like, it's easy to read fiction before bed. Like, that's easy. Like, it's mindless. But then usually during the day or like if I want to actually like, you know, improve my life, I'll read like a self-help book. Right now I'm reading You Are a Badass and it's so good. And honestly, I don't know. I I know still. This is why. This is why I'm still reading it is because I don't want to finish reading it. It's like I'm trying to save. Like, I don't want to be done with it. I don't know. When I'm reading a book that I think really actually impacts my mental health and like I can apply the things that I'm learning, I try to like extend it almost, you know, because I'm like, I like this mindset. I want to keep it. But once I'm finished with it, I'm not going to come back to it until I find another book that actually like feels the same way, like, you know, can motivate me in the same way. And that doesn't happen all the time, you know, like some books are good, but not like good, good that like resonate with you so deeply. I don't even know why. I think it's just because she talks about like the universe and like the, and I didn't think like when you saw, when you see the title, like you are a badass, I, was, I never associated it with being like, oh, this is like, you know, the universe and like things like that. And that's like totally up my alley. So I'm like, I need, I'm holding on to it for dear life. I know she wrote other books too, but I don't know. I have, you are a badass at making money. <laughs> yeah. The money stuff. I don't know. The money stuff kind of triggers me in a way. And I have, I know that there's like, we get into that, but. Right now, I'd rather not because it would involve a lot of like, I think it's like a self-worth story. Maybe I'll read it just because it triggers I me. Want it. I want badass when you're done. So it's on, it's on your Kindle. Yeah. We talked about this. Yes. Yes. I'll buy it for you. Never mind. I'll buy it for you. Okay. Okay, cool. As long as you read it. Cool. We have to talk about it. Compare notes. Book club. I want to be in a book club. I really do. But I don't like the pressure. I got time for that. There's one other. I'm, I'm like, I'm so tempted to go through our text messages and look. Oh, falling in love with the idea of someone. The downfall of our generation and generations yes. before because of Disney movies. No. <laughs> I'm sure that is I, like, I think it. that shaped the way that we see romance at such an early age. It's like conditioning. But also, this is so fucked up. So we went to see The Little Mermaid last night. We didn't even finish it. Like, I don't know. I know I know a lot of people. Did you see it? No, but I heard great things. But I also heard it's three hours long. It's super fucking long. And we went to a drive-in. It's two and a half. It's two hours. 
it's two hours and 15 minutes. So we went to the drive-in to see it. I'm going to get to a point here. And we had to wait till 9.45 because after the sunset and the sunset's so late here. So by that time, I'm like, oh my God, I'm ready for bed. We start watching it. And then like, I know that I'm tired because I keep laughing at like the dumbest shit. Like Sebastian, very funny, my favorite character. But like, I was just like, this is... But I was just like, this is so corny. Like there's a scene where she like gets up onto a rock and there's like a, a wave that crashes over her. And I'm like, oh, what is this? And I'm pissed because I actually really wanted to see it. But then Amanda was like falling asleep and Brittany was like, I don't know. I don't know how actually, exactly how Brittany was taking it. I think I, I don't know how she we didn't talk about it but she was like ready to leave when amanda was like do you want to leave and i was like let's give it 15 more minutes so then we we watched them the like the kiss the girl song like scene and then we and then after that we just left <laughs> but my so i was thinking i was talking about this i'm sorry here's the point that i'm trying to make ariel ariel is a little mermaid right little mermaids mermaids are mermaid i'm just gonna assume that's a woman sleeping beauty snow white cinderella all of these are like women right and jasmine who's one of my favorite princesses the title of that movie is aladdin what the fuck is that (laughs) why name me some other princess movies Belle, or is that that was i actually really liked Belle. that was with emma stone and that made me cry i mean emma stone emma watson emma watson emma watson who's hermione yes yeah her Watson. Emma Stone. I don't know what I was thinking. I guess I don't love her that much. I don't even know her name. <laughs> name me another one. Come on, tell me. Can you think of another one? Cinderella, obviously, is Cinderella. All named after the woman. Aladdin. Aladdin. Peter Pan. That does it. That's not a love story, wanna, really. Tinkerbell. <laughs> no. Mulan. Oh, that's a woman. Yeah, crazy. Anyway. Interesting. Falling in love with the idea of someone. Like, just having these, like, thoughts... Like when you let your mind run wild with like what you think they could be like or the life that you could have with them or all of those kinds of things, it's just like so detrimental to women and their expectations. It like really raises your expectations. Yeah. Yeah. I'm such a planner. I have such high expectations of everyone, which I'm trying to get better with the expectations aspect as I've been telling you. Of my future man, my expectations are still high. What have you been telling me? Share. Share the magic. I've been telling Alex to just stop making expectations because when you do, all you do is get disappointed. Mm -hmm. Stop expecting something, just let it be. And if something happens, you'll be pleasantly surprised. If not, that's how it was meant to be. (laughs) Right. And it's not just with, not just with dating, which is with everything. No, everything. And you won't be hurt. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Don't expect Portland to happen and you'll be pleasantly surprised. And you were. I was. But you did kind of expect it. The minute you applied, you were like, I'm getting this job. I'm feeling today. (laughs) Well, that's because it's different though. That wasn't an an expectation. It was a feeling. I get those a lot. And I'm like. A Raven vision? Yeah, I'm literally Raven. That's who I am. (laughs) But I'm like. This is going to happen today. And then it literally happened. And I was like, I also felt that way about my housing like situation. I was like, I need to message these people now. And so I did. And they literally got back to me like the next day. They were great. Sometimes that just happens. It's a matter of no, listening. No, the same day. Was it the, it was the same day because it was in the morning. The same night we talked to them. Yeah. Perfect. And they loved you. I know. And they want you to extend and you hadn't even been there yet. I know. We're still talking. They don't allow candles though. 
in their in the tiny house, which is fine. I think they're sensitive to smells. If they're like the smell thing is the, what I would be more worried about. Like I want to burn incense, sage, essential oils. I'm gonna just imagine it in my head then. Bring a pure uh, air purifier, uh, air air sense. I'm not gonna have any surface area to put that on because I'm gonna live in a tiny house. It's a plug-in. It's like a plug-in airwick type thing. I'm not allowed to have those either. It's okay. I don't need that kind of stuff. They did say I'm not allowed to put perfume on, but you bet your ass as soon as I leave my house, I'm putting perfume on. (laughs) Perfume? Yeah. It's fine. Everything's fine. Getting back to expectations. Falling in love with the idea of someone. I feel like my weakness with that stems from our cultural immigrant parents. I grew up in a household where the wife does everything. She, in addition to working a job as well, she cooks, cleans, takes care of the kids. When my dad would come home, he would need the dinner hot on the plate in front of him. This was just the expectation set for me too. Like I had to help and this is what my future is going to be like. And so I guess like my idea of someone is someone who's just honestly going to tolerate me and want me to cook and clean for them. (laughs) So my standards were so low when I first started dating. Holy crap. And me being the planner I am, I would like, you know, see a whole future with every single person who I swiped on. Uh Yeah, definitely come a long way. How did your... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm cutting you off. Go ahead. How did Uh, you... So I've never... I mean, I we weren't friends. Not that we weren't friends. We just didn't know each other. I mean, being... Okay. Your space... Your your bar was set low, but now your bar is like... so high. I'm like, Julia, Julia, how do you expect like, to meet anyone with these? <laughs> I was like, I need this man kissing my fucking feet. Yeah. You know what my standards are high? You've seen my mom and stepdad last weekend. How can I expect anything less? Having that in my face constantly. That's true. They are like so in love. It's actually, it's so cute, but also like, like stop. <laughs> He's like, exactly. they'd be holding hands in the car and he, we would just be sitting there and he'd be like, but it's just like the cutest things. I'm like, oh my God, I want that. Cute. Well, it's Are getting you? to be that time again. But I do say, I should say, we will find someone. I'm not worried at all. Thanks to the medium session I had with you, I know that somebody's waiting for me. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody is waiting for you. Oh, want to hear some, sorry, a little side note. Oh, Thanks to that little, Alex got me um, a session with a medium for my birthday, like what, two years ago? And during the session, she said, my grandma comes and like present in the form of a bird, like watches me in, as a bird. And if I hear a bird or see a bird, like that's my grandma. And now when I go to Poland, I want to get a little bird tattoo. Aww that like that was really deep for me i loved my grandma so much but she passed when i was five so i never really like fully got to know her but from all the stories my mom tells me she was hell of a woman i want to see it i want to see the bird tattoo do you have an idea of what you want yeah you want me to show it it's going to be like a simple line tattoo like my other two are oh that one's cute it's a hummingbird oh i love that i want another tattoo but i'm not gonna get it i know i'm itching i know i'm I ha- i'm just like not now alex this is this is not what you need Coming to a close. Um, what are your three great things? Three great things. Like grateful, right? Mm-hmm. Three things you're grateful for. Oh my gosh. This apartment. 
I, I've become a whole new person since I got this apartment. Biggest up of my life lately. I'm grateful that I get to see my friend every few months, even though she likes to move across the country <laughs> whenever she fucking wants. <laughs> and to have someone like, I mean, I guess this is still part of it. Having like someone that I can be so open with. I don't have any other friend that I would say all those things I said to you last night. Mm. Be open about, yeah. Third thing I'm grateful for. I guess this is a little corny, but made me think earlier today. I'm thankful for my parents getting me to where I am. Like they escaped bad times in Poland and they would have never had a life like this. How I'm living right now. I created this for myself. I'm grateful for that. To mm. feel the gratitude. I can feel the gratitude. Thank <laughs> you for showing up and for being another host on my show. I'm glad that you, we finally did it. We finally made it happen. We have been planning for this for a little while, but it kind of just timing wise didn't end up working out. Yay. More to come. Just going to say hopefully more. Hopefully, bitch. More to come. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for being here. Um, I hope you had a great time listening. I'm going to add my social media influencer friends Instagram <laughs> to the notes. So please check her out, follow her, and tell her how great of an influencer she is and that she doesn't need to put filters on her stories anymore. Love you. <laughs> Only if you want to, though. If it makes you happy. It's the aesthetic. It's the aesthetic. That's fine. Um, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to my listeners. Grateful for all of you. And, um, I will see you soon.